Hey, good morning, KHI agents. How are you this morning? Hey, this is Lynn, and uh, welcome to our monthly market updates. And I like to say, what the hell? <laughs> so um want to get right into it today and uh, wish everyone, right, this weekend, and a reminder, if you're um, if you're a mom, and uh, I just want to say Happy Mother's Day. I am a mom of, of furry-legged friends, um, but uh, especially to you guys with the two-legged variety, Happy Mother's Day. And, um, you know, for all of us, we all have mothers, and uh, some are in heaven now, and some are still with us. And so I just want to acknowledge that, and I, uh, my, my mom is still with us. Um, so I'm I'm not going to be with her. So I went ahead and shot her over some flowers this, uh, for uh, hopefully she'll get them tomorrow. Um, but anyway, I just want to make sure everybody knows. And and I want to do a special shout out. Maybe you've got a uh, not only a special mom in your life, but I know a special mom daughter duo. And uh, I got to have lunch with Jody Suddy this week, one of our agents, and it was really neat to see Jody and her daughter. Because guess what, you guys, uh, we went to Maxie's and Jody's daughter Anna is the new owner of Maxie's. So if you know of Maxie's, it's a supper club that's been around, I believe if I get the date right, since 1967 here in Des Moines. It's an old staple and uh, it had changed hands and um, had struggled, I think, a bit. And Anna came in and is rescuing Maxie's. So uh, if you have a reason to get out to dinner, try Maxie's because uh, the food is amazing, the service is great, and there's nothing like an old supper club atmosphere. So uh, anyway, good good shout out to Happy Mother's Day to Jody as well, uh, celebrating. It was just neat to see her and her daughter interact uh, for lunch that day. So, uh, yeah, her daughter did not join us. She was serving us because she was working that day as <laughs> we were at Maxie's. So, um, all righty. And let's see, I'll just keep on going here. Um, as you know, we'll kind of go through and touch on our announcements and then we'll do our market updates. And I do have a couple things from the state of Iowa I just want to share with you. And then we'll open it up to questions. Thanks again, you guys, for spending your time with us here this morning. I hope you have a cup of coffee or some kind of uh, caffeine, hot or cold, and uh, enjoy this next hour with us. So a uh, reminder of these events, um, not only can you get them on a podcast, and usually um, Erica and Kaylee work together to get this information put out on our podcast, uh, but we also have them recorded on our KHI agent portal. And that way you can see the slides and, and get the links and all that kind of stuff that I refer to in here. But otherwise, our next event is on Friday, June 9th, and uh, the only two I had to move up to a week uh, ahead is the December 1st or and September 1st. Those two Fridays I had to move up. But otherwise, it's always the second Friday of the month from 9 to 10 where you can catch us live. But we'll, we'll let you catch us anyhow you can catch us. All right. And then the other thing we have for our, as you guys know, for training, and we try to line up as many carriers that are interested in getting the message out to you. And this is where our carriers love us because we give them exposure to you. And we know that not all of you are going to log in on our marketing Mondays, but these are always on a Monday from 11 to 12. And so you can see what's rolling up here and uh, get registered, of course, out on our website. And if you have any trouble with that, of course, Kaylee will come to the rescue to help you get registered. But these are the ones that we have coming up. And you'll kind of see a theme here. Um, we start with UHC's new Surest um, group plans. And that really is targeted at the 51 plus space. And, and I sat in on a presentation with Jake from UHC and uh, he, he it was, they're awesome. The plans look awesome. So uh, obviously they won't be for everybody. And we asked him about bringing them down into the fully insured um, under 51 space. And um, I guess we'll see. 
So, but then you'll notice for May, the rest of May, I guess there and June, um, and all state ancillary benefits. That's great. But then we've got a couple targeting here with some, I call worksite or voluntary products, right? So this, you guys, this is the time to be talking about it. I believe, I really believe that. And I, I want you to attend as many of these as you can, but of course, the one on July 31st, and I just got this readout of what are the hottest worksite trends for 2023. So that presentation and the attachment there, giving you some really good stuff if you want to share with your employer groups yet this summer. So, all right. If you have any questions, of course, give us a holler. If you think we're missing something, please let me know or let Kaylee know or let um, your benefit consultant or anybody on our team, let them know what you'd like to see. All right. Okay. And then, hey, this is for our Grow Your Business. Uh, we track that, of course, as you know, January 1 to January 1 every year. And this is just on how you've grown your business, the net growth you've had in your business. And we know it's kind of a marathon the whole year. It's not a sprint for one month. But I like showing you guys, here's where you're sitting year to date through May 1st for the net growth in your book of business. So, um this covers all health markets. So it's the ACA under 65, the Medicare market, as well as the employer group market. So it's about adding lives, you guys. It's about grow, net growth in your business. And we know you're going to win some and lose some. We've got some death that plays in there. But when you can have net growth in your book of business, you're going in the right direction. So we want to celebrate that. And uh, we did find out, and Kaylee did confirm that we do have our date set, by the way, for 2024 to celebrate you, uh, and that's a great time we always have at Glen Oaks, and April 5th, it is a little bit later this year, and um, but that's what we're working with, so it's a Friday night, April 5th, and Kaylee will correct me if I'm wrong uh, on the chat. <laughs> All right, so congrats, everybody. I love seeing some new names on here. I see um, Dean is leading the pack again, so get after Dean, and then Peggy's chasing him right behind uh, with Jody right up there, so... So I love seeing it. Look, this is these are in order. So if you're at the bottom, Travis Risvold, that's okay. Maintain position, right, and start working your way up. There you go. So congrats, you guys. We'll we'll keep the results coming every month. And then um, you know me, you guys. I love loving on you. That's what I when I tell people what I do. Yeah, okay, we deliver CECs and we play some golf, but it's called Lynn loving on our agents. So. Um, and our staff gets to come out too and see you. And that's just such a blessing for them uh, to, to connect with you live instead of just on the phone. So I hope you've been able to look at a location and say that, yeah, that one's not too far from me. Um, that's terrific. So there's the QR code. If you want to hold your cell phone up to that, it'll take you right there to get registered if you haven't done that. Otherwise, you can always hop over to our website at khiagents.com and get registered. Of course, these are all free events. Um, if you have a, a friend that is maybe either looking at getting in the business or is in the business but might be riding through another GA, uh, come on come on along. Bring them along, and uh, we'll show them what it's like to work with KHI. So, all right. Uh, let's see. Yeah, so I'm super excited for that. <laughs> and then uh, I did announce this already, but just another reminder, Medico, we're always used to talking about Medico, Medica, Medicare, right? There's all these med. But Medico is rebranding as Wellaby. And um, yeah, so um, I just wanted to make sure that you know that and you'll start to see that information. So it looks like the agent portal and all that will be on in June here uh, will be switched over. So if you want more information on it, give a holler. But it, it really is those companies I've listed at the bottom 
uh, American Enterprise, American Republic, Great Western, and Medico. Those are all going to now become Wellaby. We'll always be. That's uh, that's their little catchy tagline there. All right. And then, hey, this is huge, huge uh, uh, reminder, right, that Wellmark annual certification begins on May 24th. So it's just around the corner and will run through June 16th. And you, this, you guys, remember, this is just to be if you're an appointed agent with Wellmark, this is to just keep your appointment. This is not product specific. Um, and what they've done, and they did this last year, and they're doing it again this year, you just need to go through this PowerPoint, basically, right? You go through some slides, and um, there is no test even. It's you saying, I will, and it's more around compliance is what they've said. So I've given you some links there to click to get your training done when May 24th happens. Remember, you can always go pull these slides down from the KHI agent portal um, uh, uh, after after the session today. So, but anyway, just a reminder of that. Most of you know how to do it, and um, so just do it. <laughs> okay, get her done. And you know, if you fail to do it, you will lose your your appointment for two years. So that's pretty brutal. So make sure that you get in and get that taken care of. That would be good. And another announcement that May is Mental Health Awareness Month. And I really feel like you guys, you know, the stigma is that, that see that hashtag break the stigma. Um, and I feel like we're making headway. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but how many people have not had some kind of, uh, you know, mental situation, mental crisis in their life? I will, I'm raising my hand. I have been in therapy before, okay? Many people uh, have therapy. They talk to people about stuff they're dealing with in their lives. And so I just want to make sure we talk about it. And I also think, you guys, it's a great excuse for you to talk to your clients about this. So especially your employer groups, and they may be uh, well aware of this. But if not, there was a neat toolkit. I just clicked on um, this Mental Health America, which is who started Mental Health Awareness Month. Check it out, you guys, back in 1949. So I think people have been trying to make uh, progress. I really think with everything we've gone through, you know, I think COVID was a big deal um, for us to try to finally embrace mental health and be able to talk about it without shame and stigma. So anyway, there's a, I went ahead and gave them my email address so I could get this toolkit of stuff, right? So <clears throat> if you want to see the toolkit of stuff, you do have to go to the KHI agent portal and open the slides and then click on the link there. Um, or we can, of course, somebody from KHI can do that same thing and email you that link. But um, I thought they had some good suggestions and stuff. So take a note of that. And then also, Wellmark did push out in the blue briefing, I think that just came out yesterday, <clears throat> saying that, um, or maybe it was last month, but anyway, that, that they do have some collateral and they also have an article. So there's the article on um, how behavioral health impacts the workplace. And I think we all realize it does. <clears throat> and that's really why, you guys, in so many of these new products coming out, um, like Healthiest You, that's what we use at KHI, but many of the other programs that come in, whether it's a employee um, program, an employee assistance program, some of those are having those uh, virtual mental health visits, right, at zero copay and that type of thing. We really want to encourage people to talk to people. And for those of you that, that were at the NABIP, uh, symposium. Wow, there was a really great speaker that talked a lot about this. And we've even, uh, Brenda and I have talked about trying to bring him in and, and kind of train our leaders on on what to look for in our team, right, to make sure that we're in touch uh, with, with what's going on with all of our, our, our team members, because 
we need you all, right? Everybody needs the folks you have working for you. You all need them. So we need to care for them and, and be aware. So anyway, um, they have a lot of things in the marketing toolkit. Um, and I just put the link to the toolkit, but it, there's a lot of stuff. So if you need help finding stuff, you can, um, you know, maybe search doctor on demand because they had a lot of articles on that or case management I saw. But check out that stat. This did come from Wellmark's website. Don't assume your employees are okay. Look at that. 40% of U.S. adults report struggling with mental health or substance abuse. 40%. So, I mean, put that in the workplace, right? And see, holy cow, are we asking them, right? So, okay, there, I'll get off my soapbox about that. But good for us to know. And you guys, aren't you always trying to provide value to your employer groups, especially? How can you do that? And then hopefully internally to your own staff, right? Okay. Uh, another Wellmark update here um, on the Transparency Coverage Rule and the Consolidated Appropriations Act. So they had a whole long, this just came out in yesterday's BBO, but I just, this is what I try to do, you guys, right? You can't read everything. I try to read most and get it in here for you, but some of these top things, the price comparison tool requirements have been pushed out till January 1 of 24, but the pharmacy and medical reporting, you guys, that's what we just did. That was the weird stuff that we had to get in through employer connection and report on what we're spending, what the employer's spending um, on medical as well as pharmacy benefits. And it's just, that was a, that was painful. So more to come on that, but that's done. Now the, the, uh, the uh, carriers have to get it to CMS by the 20, uh, uh, January of, of this year. So January 1. Okay. And then advanced explanation of benefits. Like you guys, I didn't even realize that was in the CAA. But there's some additional information or guidance they're going to give carriers on what they must provide in their EOBs. And I don't know about you guys, but, you know, we're in the biz, right? We know an EOB and we say EOB. And I think a lot of our clients are getting used to the word, the acronym EOB, um, but they're still hard to read. And do I owe something? No, this is not a bill, you know. And what do I owe? And what do, what's the real cost? But then you discounted it. And then and then what? And what goes towards my out-of-pocket max? So. Um, Wait and see, and I'll share with you guys when we get more. We're awaiting additional guidance, of course, on that. But the transparency on ID cards, that kicked in. That was a year ago, right? And that's why everybody had to get new ID cards. And then this provider directory and validate every 90 days, that kicked in a year ago. And I'll tell you, this is saying that, that the providers must get online and validate and make sure it's up to date at least every 90 days. Um, wow. And then the whole machine-readable files. And that really talks about what their pricing is, right, for certain uh, procedures, diagnostic codes, et cetera. And so that is in place. And I think it's been sketchy on who all has been actually, um, you know, has, has done what they needed to do there. And then, of course, mental health parity. And that happened in 21. But I put that in there because because of Mental Health Awareness Month. But, you know, it's making sure that, that mental health has parity with traditional medical health. So my copay for seeing a therapist is no different than if I were to see another specialist um, for my medical care. So um, that should be in play already as well. All right. Hey, last announcement here before we jump into, um, I don't know about you and I'll, I'll spare you guys me singing happy birthday to Julie, but I do want to say happy birthday to one of our own, Julie Stanley. And um, we're so blessed to have her. And I know so many of you guys are too. So if you talk to Julie today, uh, please give her a shout out or send her a note. But um, just know we're celebrating with you, Jules. And every day keeps getting better, right? Because I think I'm older than you are. And, and it is. Every day is a gift. <laughs> so happy birthday, Julie. <laughs> 
All right. So we'll jump into employer group updates. And these are our deadlines, as you know. I try to just push these out for you guys so you know if you're dealing with, and these are all ACA groups, you guys, because, you know, everything's a little bit different depending on if it's level funded by carrier and if it's, you know, self-insured, um, what size it is, et cetera. But I'm just reporting on the most common cases we're dealing with, and that's ACA, which is that under that 50 and under marketplace. So just know that Monday is the 15th of the month. So you need to get everything in by then. If you can get everything in today, and that gives us time to review everything. And as you guys know, most of us, uh, our benefit consultants, Allison, Trisha, and Nakia, are actually doing your Wellmark enrollments for you. If you get them the information, they're doing it for you. And so we just really want to make sure we get everything in by end of business on Monday. The sooner you can get it to us, the better. We want to do everything electronically, and I think our team is helping you with that, hopefully, if you're not doing it for yourself so that you get full commission. We always do this through DocuSign. And uh, and then don't forget renewals with Wellmark are all the way till a week from today, Friday, May 19th, to get those uh, June 1 renewals done, right? Uh, okay, and AORs, don't forget, are the 10th of the month, and it is the 12th uh, today, obviously. So we're just a couple days past. So any AORs you get submitted now will go into effect. It won't be June 1, it will be July 1, right? So it's always the first of the month if you can get them in by the 10th. Uh, so we just missed that cutoff for June 1, but uh, July 1 would be what you'd be shooting for now. And then, of course, UHC, their um, business, uh, their, their new and renewal business is due on Monday. And Health Partners, Unity Point Health, uh, is not due until Friday, uh, or excuse yeah, Friday, a week from today, for their new and renewals. Okay. All right. And then Delta Dental, we like to report on, and they're a little more flexible here. They'll, they'll let you. Now we're already shooting for June 1 effective dates, as you know, but you have all the way till June 9th to get that paperwork in. It's usually the 10th, but the 10th is Saturday. So um, June 9th is your date there. And um, I know I've reported on this already, but because it's still out there and I want to make sure everybody knows if you're playing in the UHC group space that um, UHC All Savers is being rebranded to UHC Level Funded. So they're transitioning that. It's happening now. If you haven't caught wind of that, please hop on to um, one of the recordings there, or you can take it live uh, in July and again in October. Just give our, our staff a holler if you have any more questions on that. And then um, I know I've been, we've been beating you up about employer connection, right? But it's, it's, uh, this is obviously where the employer can actually log in and do some things inside of their group. And so it just some things there to just double check the employer connection security rules, or roles, I should say, excuse me, roles. And remember this main designated security contact is that uh, DSC. And so they're the ones that have to make some of those movements and authorizations. So anyway, just, just know that. And you shouldn't be the D DSC. <laughs> like that should be somebody inside the group. Like it has to be somebody inside the group. And then they can give you authorization, right, uh, to do other things for them as well. So that, that's how we typically want to see you guys using the tool. Help get them set up and then have them give you access. So All right. Hopefully, again, this is the time to get that done this summer if you haven't already done it. Okay. And then just another update on this, you know, again, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but, you know, think about hearing about the public health emergency. But here's the thing I want to point out. It's the last bullet there. And because and we talked about this probably the last two months. We knew this was coming. And then it actually did happen um, that the public health emergency um, did end yesterday. It did end yesterday. Um, and so um, notice there that it says, Various employee benefit plan deadlines have been extended through an outbreak period from March 1 of 2020 until 60 days after the announced end of the national emergency, right? 
And so remember, remember, what does that impact? I mean, for a lot of us, it's COVID, or, or excuse me, uh, COBRA, right? COBRA. Yeah, COVID impacted COBRA. And we had some real loosey-goosey, you know, people weren't on it. And then, holy cow, it was past their 60 days. But it didn't really matter. They could get back on anyway um, because there was just this, hey, we're in COVID. So maybe I need it now based on what's happening. So just know that that's going to end July 11th, that whole willy-nilly, right? So COBRA is really going back to those 60 days. Um, but this has given some people a little bit of wiggle room so that if there was something that, you know, you know how we get into some wonky situations, right? So good to know. But just just know that 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 ends then, right? I mean, it's it's as of yesterday. Okay, everything's now back to those sixty days. Many other things are impactful here, but that's to me one of the biggest ones. Besides the over-the-counter tests and the vaccines and other things, it it depends, right? So some of those things, um, you just go back to what is written in your plan. And and for self-funded groups, there was hey, you've got some choices, right? And so you were supposed to let Walmart know what you wanted to have done in those self-funded plans. You know, it's paid for or not, right? So, okay. So if you have questions or anything more on that, just get to your uh, get to your benefit consultant, Allison, Trisha, and Akia, okay? All right. And then um, principal wanted to, us to make sure that we let you know on their, obviously it's their group plans um, for dental or vision benefits, that any principal ID cards issued after May 15th, which what is that? That's Monday. Any ID cards issued after Monday will not show dependent names. Um, now it can, <clears throat> notice that it can be found on the ID card shown on the member view or the member may view in their account at principal.com or the mobile app. So um, just know that the ID cards are not going to have that that are issued after May 15th. Don't be alarmed. I know Andrea's on mine and she's like, why is your name on here? And how come my name's not on my eye? I don't know, that's just the way they're doing it. <laughs> Cause I'm the policy holder, okay. On okay, on the uh, this was another interesting one that I just thought this could be super helpful if you know you've got an employer group that has um, what I will call right um, immigrants, legal immigrants that are here, and if there's illegal immigrants, well, the flexibilities that they maybe had during COVID are going away. So I think it'd be a great reminder. You know who you are. Some of you agents have a lot of folks that have Spanish-speaking populations. Um, and other types of immigrants or ethnicities um, where they have to do the whole I-9 thing, right? And there's that verification. Well, what they did during COVID, you guys, is allowed them to do it virtually, right? And so maybe there was some, you know, potential for maybe not everybody was, you know, legit, right? But now they're saying that you're going to have to do in-person verifications, so they have until August 30th to do these in-person verifications. So the deadline they're saying, right, is July 31st. And they have until August 30th to do those in-person verifications of employment. So I thought there was a great FAQ on that. Again, it's just something for you to add value um, if your employer group has this situation. All right. And now hopping over to the 65 plus market, go to our Medicare market. The Iowa Insurance Division, you guys, uh, did issue a bulletin and we've got it attached for you um, if you wanna pull it down and read it, but it really is around guaranteed issue eligibility as it relates to Medicaid unwinding, and we've talked about that, but what if somebody turned 65 during COVID and they stayed on Medicaid 
and they didn't do anything by getting their benefits. They maybe have their A and their B, uh, but they, because maybe they're, you know, based on their situation. So we've already had a few of these pop up, you guys, and we've seen it. So they can. Now, many of them are low income and they cannot afford a Medicare supplement policy. Therefore, they could be a dual eligible, obviously Medicaid and Medicare, and they could get onto a DSNP plan, your dual special needs plans, um, or just buy a traditional MA plan. They, they can get um, something at obviously relatively low or no charge um, versus a supplement. But if they do want a supplement, um, then they do have a guaranteed issue right starting 63 days um, from the date of their Medicare eligibility change. So generally what carriers are saying, um, Walmart just says, I think I have a slide on it, just write it in on the app. Cross out here, I'll, I have that slide in a minute. But some of the other carriers are saying, hey, show me your letter. And so make sure that some of these, if you get these, you're asking them to hang on to that letter, okay? And then the bulletin, as I said, is attached. Um, and it is requiring if all med MedSup carriers in Iowa have to do this. So if the carrier is thinking they don't have to, they do. <laughs> okay. Um, and then this was another cool one. This just popped in from NABIP this morning, and I thought I'd quick slip it in here. Uh, but Medicare telehealth will remain until 2024. So this was also part of the public health emergency, um, specifically around um, the, um, you know, the ability for Medicare folks to be able to take advantage of telehealth services and not have to pay for it. Because uh, I hadn't been part of it before COVID. And so the Consolidated Appropriations Act um, did extend it. Um, and so that was just a little uh, price or uh, press release there from HHS. So it's just just know that, right? So they'll still be able to use telehealth um, if they're a Medicare beneficiary. All right. And hopefully it gets extended. I mean, it's a duh, right? I mean, they should always. Right now, it's just good through the end of next year. And then, uh, yeah, so many of you are, are writing Physicians Mutual. And so congrats. I, you know, Physicians Mutual, um, in, in ma many markets, they do have a competitive product. In some, um, they may not, but, um, but they do run incentives and little bonuses. And so I just wanted to remind those that are writing Physicians Mutual, if you've got anything else, they've got this little contest where you're winning some extra cash in addition to your comp. And you guys, the reason they can do this is because they don't do Medicare Advantage or PDP plans because those carriers cannot do incentives. <laughs> but MedSup carriers can, and Physicians Mutual is only a MedSup carrier. So they can do trips and contests and all kinds of bonus. Um, and so anyway, it runs through Monday. So that was just a reminder there to get your get your uh, opportunities in if you can. And uh, uh, Peggy, Peggy Lensing has been leading the pack here with Physicians Mutual. So if you want to figure out how she's doing it, uh, let me know. I'll get you connected to Peggy. Peggy, I don't think you'll mind, will you? <laughs> okay. Um, as long as you're not in her backyard, right? <laughs> okay. Um, and then Aetna rolled out this special enrollment period for, it says for qualifying Medicare beneficiaries. And so here the deal is, right? We had this, um, well, they called it the uh, disaster, right? So emergency, I should say, a disaster or emergency declared by Governor Reynolds. And notice, you guys, the incident start date is 331 of this year. What was happening on 331? It was the end of Medicare Advantage open enrollment. So this really applies to Medicare Advantage folks. Um, it shows the counties listed there in the little box, and it runs from, you know, you can see that, from the end of March through um, May 1, and then there's the SEP start and end dates. So it goes through July 31st, but they added additional counties, and this just came through, I think it was yesterday, and I got that 
put in here as well today. So if you have clients or you market in these areas and there was somebody that didn't get their MA changed during open enrollment, um, you can change them. You've got time to change them. And this is super helpful, you guys, because there are those that, you know, yeah, they're just saying, hey, if you if you had an open enrollment or some kind of a special enrollment period available to you and you missed it, uh, you're in one of these counties, you got you got an opportunity. So just want to make sure I point that out to you. But notice it is Medicare Advantage only due to the start of the disaster. Okay. Uh, and then I don't know if you guys heard this, but Ascendo, right? That's an, an Aetna, another Aetna product is pulling out. They're discontinuing that product, their Medicare supplement product in nine states. I've listed them there, but Iowa being the one. Uh, Nebraska, of course, close by and Wisconsin, of course, too. But just note that there'll be no impact to the policyholder but um, or commissions. But anyway, no, no more new applications um, after April 28th. And we are past that date. So we're, we're done with that. So goodbye, Ashendo. All right. Uh, WellCare. So um, thanks. I think Brenda uh, brought this to our attention. So thanks for that, Brenda, because WellCare, um, <laughs> a flyer is being mailed out. Um, it's WellCare, but they're talking about Amazon Pharmacy Reminder that notice Amazon joined CVS, Walgreens, and most large grocers in our preferred retail market. Who's our? WellCare. And so um, this is attached. You'll notice I have two other parts there. Um, thanks, Kaylee, I think, that attached those for us. The Part D Amazon Member Mailer you can download. So click on Attachments before the end of the call here. And then, Kaylee, make sure that you take those attachments and also put them out on the web portal next to the slides so that they've got the handouts from today. That would be appreciated. Um, but also notice they have the Preferred Pharmacy Network One Pager, and that's attached. There's more information, but just want to, in case, because we have a lot of you guys that have a lot of business with WellCare. They are a very competitive PDP plan. They're, they do not have MAPD here in Iowa yet. I don't know if they'll ever come in. Um, but they, we definitely sell a lot of their PDP plans. So just know that members are being mailed to, marketed to, et cetera. And we just like you guys to know that because you could get a call. We want you to be in the know and go, yep, I know all about it. <laughs> so there it is. Um, so it's just a new, another pharmacy option, which is Amazon Pharmacy. Whew. What isn't Amazon getting into? Holy cow. Does Jeff Bezos have enough money? <laughs> okay. Uh, another one on the Medicare market is the Wellmark Advantage Health Plans. And we did attach the little member guide. They're re receiving this little member benefits guide. I got I got moms. I was at mom's and she had hers there for me to look at and decide, is it worthy? Oh, yeah, this is a nice little tool, mom. So I did tear out the little page that has the helpful phone numbers and websites. And uh, so that was go that was good. But they did say that they will be going forward. They'll be included in the new member welcome kits. But they obviously didn't make it in on the ones that were one one of 23 so but you can download it there we've attached it for you and also what Wellmark did you guys is deposit 10 extra bucks they called it a loyalty credit and so i think i, I mentioned this last month but i want to tell you again so it's 45 dollars most of the plans i think that some one of the paid plans might have a different amount but 45 dollars is what you're seeing a quarter in these over-the-counter um loyalty credits or benefits and so I went and I, mom is not interested. I got online and I just bought mom some stuff. Oh, they got Q-tips and chapstick and mom needed some more baby aspirin and, you know, whatever. So, but I saw that extra 10 bucks because it was, it was like $55. I'm like, that's weird, you know? So it was that extra 10 and you can have that all year. You don't have to spend it. Right. So anyway, it was, it was just a nice little thing. So, um, 
Okay, and then we, we've talked about Medicaid unwinding, and this is what I wanted to mention, that Wellmark says you have to use a paper app. You cannot use it electronically. And here's, here's their rules. If you get that Medicaid person that was being unwound from, from Medicaid and they've turned 65 during the process, um, notice, again, within 63 days, they just said under D8 on the application, just cross it off and put no situation applies to me and write Iowa Medicaid eligibility change. That's all you need to do with Wellmark. They, they're saying you don't even have to attach the letter. Um, so th that, that's what we have there from Wellmark. And I just want to remind you again of that. And we'll be, yeah, this will <laughs> try to remind you of that not too often, but often enough. But otherwise, our team, our team knows it. So uh, holler if you have any other questions on that. Wellmark's also offering in-home assessments. So this is um, kind of those house visits, right? We call them those nurse visits or whatever. And um, just know, and this is, gets always gets freaky because we're like, who's calling? Is this legit? So Signify Health is going to be conducting the in-home or virtual health assessments for Medicare Advantage members. Um, they were mailed a welcome letter. I, I didn't have any more handout space because we can, we're limited to five. But the welcome letter, it is a hot link there if you want to see. They were what mailed this letter and alerted to expect a call. My mom's going to flip because mom doesn't like any of this stuff. So I'm like, oh, great. Um, but they can opt out of the assessment. They can also, as you can see there, they can do it virtually. Like, check it out. Um, but they anyway, they, um, they can also... Um, if, if they connect to their uh, primary care provider to complete an annual care visit, they can earn 50 bucks. So, yeah, and my mom's not interested in that either. So <laughs> anyway, oh, goodness. Um, so anyway, just a heads up there on extra stuff that's going on there so that your folks know what to expect. Okay. And then, see, just a lot of Wellmark news. Apologize for all this, but it's it's important. So Wellmark is surveying their Medicare members. So they're emailing a survey to, survey to 10 to 20,000 members. Um, they're trying to, they're, they're sending this supposedly and asking about who who does your medical medical bills, who coordinates your visit, who's handling your financials, you know, who's helping you if you've got chronic or acute health conditions. So they're saying the goal is to understand, you know, the health insurance experience. So we'll see what they get back from um, responses because I don't know about you guys, but I don't know. A lot of Medicare people, yes, they have email addresses, but that'll be interesting to see. People are so cynical and skeptical these days, and I don't blame them with everybody that hacks stuff, but just know that this is happening because they're going to call you and go, look at this email I got. Is this legit? You can go, let me take a look at it. Yep. Oh, and if you complete it, you'll get a $20 electronic gift card, and then they might need your help spending it, right? Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's hop over to the individual market. And um, you know, the CMS enterprise portal, and, and right, don't be deceived, CMS here is referring to um, this enterprise portal is the Health Sherpa, uh, I say Health Sherpa, it's the individual under 65 marketplace. Um, and so this is just talking about your CMS enterprise portal. It's changing its password policy, and, and you'll experience it, and you guys, I don't know about you, but every month when I go to talk to you about this, I go in and do mine, because it's like, oh, like I'm reminding you, well, I better go in and do mine. So, you know, while we're chatting here, you might just open up a browser and and uh, go to your Health Sherpa account, relink that, and then you'll see there might be something wonky, and I just had to go through it. And so I use LastPass, it's our, for a KHI here, and I just clicked, like, redo me a password, and it puts in a really wonky password for me, and um, and then I hit save it, right? So I don't even know what it is. It's a conglomeration of goofy numbers, and it saved them, though, securely in my LastPass uh, password manager. So uh, anyway, I took care of that last night. It's easy. Take care of that. 
just know it's happening. And um, anyway, it sounds like they're going to allow you to log in every, you know, 60 days to remain active um, instead of the previous requirement to log in every 180 days. So, yay. Um, they have to reset their passwords again after 60 days. So great. Okay. But I tell you, if you use some kind of a password man password management software, it it's kind of simple. And then I don't have to remember it. <laughs> Just remember your one main login to LastPass, right? <laughs> That's the key. Okay. Um, and then, uh, you know, I know we're sick of the Medicaid unwinding, but I have to talk about it in the individual market as well. Just because we know this. We know it started unwinding April 1st. Um, we know that we're seeing it. And I think the big thing is here, um, and so many of you are doing this, and I just say hats off to you guys, because our individual market sales have definitely gone up. And Wellmark is the leader right now in Iowa for sure. Um, but just know that, um, you know, writing individual policies and, and or if you sell group and you don't really want to do individual or you sell individual and you really don't want to do group, you know, find that partnership, right? Sometimes it's within your own agency. Um, sometimes you find somebody outside your agency, and that's where beautiful partnerships are being uh, put together and established. So make sure you're making that connection, you guys, because if your groups are, are renewing right now and you're not talking to them about, you know, especially if that group is contributing anything to the family, it's like, okay, you could stop that, right? <laughs> you could, And now let's make sure it's unaffordable and let me help you get them to the individual market, the spouses and, and dependents. So anyway, it can save your group money. You can be that hero. Um, and, and then the family's happy because they're getting a better deal. Now, granted, they do have to then go to a separate plan. They would meet separate deductibles and out-of-pocket maximum. And yes, it's not a PPO network. I get all those things, right? But it's worth talking about and looking at for, for many of them, especially if your employer group's only offering HMO plans, you guys, right? So, okay. I'll, I, I can't promise I won't keep talking about this, but but please find that connection that people need help and and I think it's easier than it has been in a long time to do this. And yes, some of them can be difficult, but um, in general. And don't forget, we're here to help as well. If you, a lot of you guys do refer to us, and a lot of you guys have started building your own um, departments to do this. So kudos to you guys. Okay. Um, okay, that's a little bit kind of around the Health Sherpa integration. So now they're just talking about like upcoming policy changes. So there it is again, what I just talked to you about. But just know that when you go in through Health Sherpa to extend or relink to that FFM account, that's when you're going to see this. So, see, you, you might go, Lynn, I don't do my, I did my certification. Yeah, but this linkage is going to hit you through Health Sherpa. So, hopefully, this once a month, make sure you maintain the connection, and then you'll be able to update your password at that time. So, just at the time when you're trying to do a quote and you're with a client live on the phone, you're not going to end up with, oh crap, you know, I forgot to update this, and now. Pardon me, Mr. Customer and Miss Customer, while I do this. So, okay. And then um, this has just been kind of an interesting um, deal here with Wellmark's position on agent compensation disclosure that um, they are sending this. They've said they are sending this. This agent compensation disclosure is really addressed to the client, uh, but they have given this copy to us so you can have this in your documents to deliver to them because here's the deal. Um, I think they're sending it in their enrollment packet, but they're not up front with the client. They're not meeting with them and quoting with them. And so what they're saying is here, hey, prior to the cl you client, you know, finalizing the client's plan selection, you got to give them this. Um, and, and then it's included on the documentation confirming enrollment. That's where Wellmark's sending this out, right? But we're supposed to be giving it to them um, while we're 
shopping with them, right? So I think you really need to have this in your little portfolio of handouts that you need to give them. It reminds me of all the stuff our financial advisors have to go through. Sign this, sign this. It's disclosure this, disclosure that. And when you buy a house or whatever, all this stuff, same thing. So it's the disclosure. Just make some copies of this. Have it in your little folder on your desk and hand it out or get ready to email it out you know, to your clients. So Wellmark's saying you need to disclose this. And we haven't really heard much from some of the other carriers. Uh, from Oscar or Medica about our role to give that. We always thought it was their role. And if they send it out upon enrollment, we thought that was enough. But Walmart has a different position on that. So please, please, please um, make copies of that and be using that. $19.25, I think it is there, is the comp. Boy, and if they balk at that, okay. <laughs> okay, another live individual market. And this just came in this morning on the NABIP News. And for those of you, just because we're talking about the individual market, I know it's Monday already from 10 to 1, and you may not have that availability, um, but, you know, NABIP does such a great job, formerly health underwriters. And look at that, our own agency block. That's our CRM. Many of you use agency block as your contact management system um, or customer relationship management system. But, um, yeah, so they're a huge supporter of NABIP Online Learning Institute. So that was kind of cool. I saw that this morning. So. Um, anyway, just know that there's that class and you can certainly register. I did make this a hot link because it just came out. You might have gotten the email as well. But that's happening on Monday if you have time and you can do that. That sounds amazing uh, for for ICRAs. Again, that's ICRAs, Individual Coverage Health Reimbursement Arrangement. Okay. And I'll go to the next one. We're going to hit Iowa Legislature here as we kind of wrap up. Looks like I'll let you out a little bit early today. Um, but I do want to mention that our legislative session has ended. I try to keep tabs on what's happening at the Capitol, and so they just ended um, on May 5th, just just about right a week ago, right, in the afternoon, and um, it was interesting because, yes, we, we actually, I was up in Fort Dodge a couple weeks ago, and Senator Tim Kreienbrink was up with us, as well as Representative Ann Meyer, and they represent in our Fort Dodge where our home office is, um, and th that was just amazing to just hear from them about what they thought about how things were going, et cetera. But the, the biggest one, I think, is that they uh, go down to property tax cuts because we heard about the tax-funded education savings accounts. That's that money, right, that everybody has to pay for private school if they want. Um, and so and then there's the reorganization of state government. That was a big one. And I think I announced that. But if not, if you didn't hear that one, but that's just really trying to streamline and make government more efficient and reduce the duplication of services. So um, that sounds really great. And. Um, and then the property tax cuts, this one is huge. And that just made it through because how many of us, it's like, oh, our property values go up. Great. I get to pay more in property taxes. Well, they're going to eliminate that. And in fact, they're saying if property taxes go up your uh, or uh, property values go up, taxes go down. How about that one? So more to come on that one. But I think that it obviously impacts all of us that own property, whether it's our home or our business. This is going to impact both of those. So that's exciting. And then I think many of you heard about the cap on medical malpractice damages for pain and suffering, two million on hospitals and a million on clinics. So um, they say it was a really um, you know, productive session that they had. Um, and I'm super excited, especially about some of the income tax reductions kicking in because they are in 2023, as you guys know, dropped down to 3.9%. Uh, and anyway, so anyway, good stuff coming. And you guys know this too. No. Uh, income taxes in Iowa on retirement earnings. And that's another huge benefit. And 
And many of you are financial advisors as well, and I hope you're obviously leveraging that with your clients. Okay. And I'd like to always give you our Iowa unemployment number so you can see where we're at. And I want to point out that we did drop again from um, February to March. Now, I think the new, look at that next update uh, is probably could be coming out today sometime, and it's just too late for our call but, uh, to get us to April numbers. Um, but notice we're at 2.8%. We're the 15th lowest, tied for the 15th lowest state with unemployment, um, which can be a good thing and a bad thing, right? I mean, great. We, we, our, our Iowans are working, but, you know, yikes, we don't have enough employees uh, to fill all the jobs. Because uh, then look, look at the job openings. And I remember some months I posted at 58,000, 60,000, we're up to 72,000 job openings. And then I just always find it amazing to look at where are these openings at and look at them in rank of most to least, uh, or at least the top 10 uh, at the University of Iowa. And then look at how many are tied to healthcare, you guys. Unity Point Health, Trinity Health, Common Spirit Health, Mercy One, Care Initiatives, besides the University of Iowa. So um, phenomenal. And then look at Hy-Vee, Quick Trip, McDonald's. Isn't that amazing? Um, so anyway, I, I just find it interesting. Again, use this however you see fit. But, you know, I think it only just says how important what we do is, you know, um, in trying to help employers uh, attract and retain top talent in this very, very difficult job market. So, okay. Questions or comments? Happy Mother's Day. And no, that is not my mother. <laughs> um, uh, happy Mother's Day, everybody. Let me, uh, let's see, let me find my mouse here and make sure I don't go uh, to the next slide. And there's my mouse. And I'm going to get to the questions and see And some of your comments or questions. Let's see. Um, and oh, thank you. Marcy says, I'm the best auntie, too. Well, I, I, I strive for uh, most favorite auntie status for sure. And uh, okay, and then we've got here um, Shuris. Uh, this is on the Shuris product that um, I think Marcy, you're talking about. Iowa Clinic told um, this is a nightmare to administer, and UHC will not share any details with, the, with them as to how they are figuring out the copays. They're on high alert and could potentially not accept these plans going forward. Uh, it sounds like the, um, all the systems here are on the same page. Um, so that's Iowa Clinic. Okay, Mars, thanks for that. And that's important because if we know that a lot of your employer groups are utilizing the Iowa Clinic, um, yeah, let's stay tuned, right? Stay tuned on that. And then um, let's see. And then another question, what about the telephone? Do we still have to record our calls? And, and Tammy, that's a great question. And, you know, we're still fighting it. It hasn't been um, overturned yet, but it is being um, – positioned, if you will, and I know NABIP and NAFA, both of our industry organizations are trying to fight this battle for us. And as far as I know, and unless Marcy knows anything different, it has not been overturned yet or the guidance hasn't, the rules haven't changed. So we are still to record a conversation if we're not meeting face-to-face -face, um, with our clients. Um, and uh, maybe we can... Um, yeah, I, I would just, <laughs> there's some ways maybe you work around that a little bit, but I just think that, you know, it's still in play. Let me just say that. Um, so, yes. And, yeah, and Marcy just chimed in. No changes with the recordings, but they're still working on this. That's kind of what I thought. So thank you, Marcy, for that. So, okay. So are you guys ready? I don't have any other questions. I'm going to give you the question of the day. 
So here's the question of the day. Get ready if you want to play. Remember, there's a little gift card on the line. And it ties into Happy Mother's Day. And it says, who founded the modern version of Mother's Day? Who founded the modern version of Mother's Day? And, um, okay. And, oh, boy. Okay, Justin Brokaw, you are the winner. It is Anna Jarvis. Let me, this is so, you guys, this is so interesting. So, Justin, Kaylee got that down. Justin Brokaw wins the gift certificate for today. Um uh, and good guess, um, many of you, but, uh, but yes, <laughs> it, it was, um, Anna Marie, Anna Maria Jarvis. And I started reading about this last night and it's fascinating, right? There was some, uh, politicizing and there was a guy that kind of came up with it, but then Anna Marie like made it her, uh, uh, made it her mission in life to be known as the founder of Mother's Day and partnered with a department store in Pennsylvania and et cetera. And I think, Pam, you had the right day. I think. May 9th, 1914 uh, is correct uh, on the date there, too. So anyway, well, I don't see any other questions, you guys. You're the best. And I hope that this was I hope you always come away with something from our uh, webinars every um, second Friday of the month. It's my joy to be with you. So um, everybody have a great day. A happy Mother's Day again and a great weekend. And we'll be in touch with all of you soon. Hope to see you out this summer. OK. All right. Bye.